Welcome to Pharmacy View, technology and pharmacy business podcast series, where we provide regular interviews with pharmacists and key industry people within the Australian pharmacy and associated industry. In each podcast, we look to discuss aspects of pharmacy operation and how technology is improving or interacting with each guest's current role or pharmacy-related business. I'm your host, Scott Carpenter, and today's guest is sponsored by Shopfront Solutions, leading the way in digital marketing and communications, providing a cloud-based platform for pharmacies to manage all of their digital messaging and print-based collateral. For more information on the Shopfront Solutions digital platform, simply go to the website at shopfrontsolutions.com.au. My guest today is Bashara Defesh, founder and CEO from Lease IQ Property Management Software. Welcome, Besh. Thanks, Scott. Pleasure to be with you today. Really looking forward to our chat today. We believe that we might have caught up with each other at some point in time in our pharmacy careers. We're not really sure. So for me and for our listeners today who may not know you, who is Bashara Defesh? Well, thanks, Scott. Really, really pleasure to be here with you today and really enjoyed your podcast over the last couple of months. So thank you for having me on again. So who am I? It's a great question. So I've had about close to two decades of experience now across the property sector. I studied property economics back in the day, university. And from there, I got my first opportunity working in the telecommunications sector, doing the 3G rollout back uh, two decades ago now. And it was really great grounding for me because it was one of those opportunities where I was, I was a young man, 21 years old, going across the country, putting together lease transactions with farmers, with institutional landlords. So I got some fantastic experience as a young man. Really enjoyed that, saw the country as well, which was a bonus throughout. From there, I worked in petroleum, for example, with Caltex, selling some of their assets over the years. And I think one of my biggest career change, I guess, in the moment where Lease IQ was formed in my head was when I joined a company called Audio Clinic, these days known as Audica, and they're a, a hearing aid retailer owned by the DeMont Group out of Denmark. And they basically had interesting stories. So they're a, traditionally a wholesaler who was manufacturing hearing aids around the world. And that market changed a lot in the, in the late to uh, early 2000s when the wholesalers became retailers because a lot of their retail clients were being acquired and they decided to have an integrated model. And hence they put me on in Australia to start looking at their leasing portfolio. They had over 200 sites and they said, well, look, hey, can you start managing this for us and get better outcomes? And then my question to them was, well, what are you doing around managing it? At the moment, it was basically spreadsheets, which is pretty common and still is scary, scaringly in 2022 for a lot of companies managing their leases. And so I just thought, there must be a better solution out there. There's got to be something better. There are a few solutions in the marketplace, but I decided to build a bespoke model for the business using the Salesforce platform. That's kind of, this was well over 10 years ago. And from there, developed that for the business, rolled it out to the Canadian businesses and US businesses. So it was really successful. Then my career kind of did different tact work for a couple of QSR spaces and then worked for Green Cross at Pet Barn. And then my I kind of had in the back burner for a long time, trying to thought I want to develop this program myself and commercialize it essentially as a product. And then about 12 months ago, after five years of Ramsey Healthcare working in the acquisition property space in pharmacy and healthcare in general, I developed Lease IQ and I launched it just under 12 months ago. And it's been a real success story. A lot of organizations, individuals have used it to manage their leases across different sectors. It is skewed to healthcare, obviously, from a pharmacy background, but it can be used in any sector at any time. 
Yeah, look, thanks for that. That's a, a really good introduction to it. And I, and I guess as you've been talking, my mind's been kind of turning then to the pharmacy industry and how this works. Whilst I would accept and understand from a pharmacist's perspective, they might own one pharmacy or two or maybe even three pharmacies, they possibly just manage their lease portfolio on an ad hoc basis. The lease comes up, okay, I've got to do something about it. Oh, let me talk to my accountant. They might engage the services of a, a specialist like yourselves in lease IQ, or, or they might just kind of run it through, or there's every chance that their landlord is themselves in some instances. But I guess what I see is that where you've got two or more pharmacies, this gives you power of information because you can then start to do comparisons and, and ultimately that's what this is about, isn't it? Oh, look, you're spot on there, Scott. I mean, the big reason why I created Lease IQ is to, have to give tenants power in their data. Now, I mean, the three biggest costs in farms, everyone knows, is cost of goods sold, your labour, then rent your third. And it's always neglected in a way because people sign a lease deal, whether it's for five, seven years, make the transactions and put the lease document on top of their drawer on the desk and forget about it until... We need to you know, look at it in five or seven years' time. The issue with that is, is that I keep saying to a lot of clients, your lease is an active document. It's not dormant. Although you sign it five, seven years ago, it's really a critical piece of your puzzle in your business because you know, a lot of farms you only spend a lot of years, two, three decades building up a business and their asset value, as I keep saying to my clients, is actually in your lease. Essentially, if you have good tenure and a good rent outcome with your landlord or if you happen to own and rent it back to yourself, for example, that's a foundation for your business valuation. So... It has so many effects across the business. Obviously, your rent deal affects the ability to go get financing from your bank. It affects your location, you know, where you are and the flexibility of moving potentially to a different location. So there's so many things that live and breathe that comes out of a, of a lease deal. So Lease IQ is a centralized software system where you can access all that information, whether it's via desktop, mobile or tablet. And it's the only one in the market which provides you the mobile ability. So talking to your banker in a meeting and pull out your, your Salesforce app, log into your lease IQ and have a quick look at your entire lease portfolio, whether you own one pharmacy or you're part of a bigger, broader group, whatever the case may be, the system's set up to look after the one pharmacy owner or, or the big banner group. And look, as you were saying that, a couple of examples came to mind from my history was that you're right, even though it might be a five to seven year lease that you've signed, the reality is I've been aware and been involved with a couple of pharmacy owners that have had an opportunity even after two years to actually renegotiate their lease again at a better terms or a relocation. I'm not necessarily saying better price, but there could be a reason to actually break that lease and sign a new lease even within a short period of time or within the lease period. So having this information at your hand available when you want it. It's not something necessarily you're going to check every day, but at least in that scenario. So an individual pharmacist with one site, do you give them the ability to access industry data then? Yeah, so obviously there's confidentiality as part of that. It's really big. So everyone has their own individual access and log into the system when they join the process. We only have add-ons to that. So if they're looking to do a lease renewal, one part of a separate business, as you know, with Lease One at Phil Chapman, where we look after those lease transactions on a renewal basis. So there's that part of our business where we assist many pharmacists who do right now in their lease renewals actively. And obviously we share some industry data around general benchmarking, which we use for every single site. But again, it comes back down to the fact that every lease is unique. It's like a, when you're selling yeah. a property, every single house is different than the next one. So same with the lease, especially in pharmacy. There's been, a, I guess, a perception out there that every pharmacy lease is the same lease, and that's not true. I mean, the landlords try to 
to do that, to manipulate the market, so to speak. But from a person who's been around the market for a long time now, what else? Every single farm, every single lease is totally different. Different brands, different locations. Whether it's a sub-regional shopping centre in Westfield or to a community pharmacy in Dubbo, every lease is really, really unique. And I think what Lease IQ brings is saying, well, hey, look, this is where your lease is at. This is your key features around intelligent mapping. It's got document control, provides you those quick compliance ready hey, let's look at this clause in this lease and make sure that we're compliant with bank guarantees up to date, things like that. So it really gives a quick snapshot. For people or for organisations who run big banner brands, it's really, really important to have this system in place because what it does is say, well, hey, let's look at our 50 pharmacies and let's look at our dashboards and let's benchmark what's our best case scenario to our worst case scenario. And really helps around budgeting as well. And then to your point, if you have three years left in a lease and that lease is clearly your highest lease in your portfolio, it's underperforming, it's actually dragging the business down, then you need to address it. You need to address it well before the lease expiry. And I think there's a, a big perception in the market where you, you can't talk to landlords. Well, it's a partnership. It's not a one-way street. You're in a partnership. The tenant and landlord, there's a relationship there. And you, you know, we try to tell our clients that that this is a system, yes, but it's also giving you tools to have the conversation with your landlord. I would imagine, again, I'm going to call on a bit of experience, not not that I'm a, a leasing or property specialist. I, I just have been involved in quite a few renegotiations with pharmacy owners. Having this information at hand, I'm going to suggest, gives the user some power to a point then in lease negotiations because from from my perspective, different businesses in different locations tend to be influenced by A, the landlord or property owner, the solicitor that they use and therefore the lease agreement, state leasing legislations has an impact on that as well. And so while there's an amount of, I guess, parameters within a lease that you can't affect, if you've got information on your side, you can influence. And I think that's one of the things that I have enjoyed around this arena. I don't necessarily come from a, a strong sales background, but let's face it, you, you're either making something or you're selling something. And so ultimately, we're either a manufacturer or we're selling something. So on the basis that I have been involved in a fair bit of sales and negotiation in my time, I've got to the point at my age now where nothing's off the table. And when people ask me for my guidance or advice, I say, well, look, get their best offer and then let's actually talk about what else they can give you because Sometimes in these negotiations, it's maybe not negotiable on the price and some of the statutes, but you'd be surprised what extras you can sometimes get thrown in, which actually makes it a little bit more tenable. Now, do those extras, do those anomalies create a dilemma for the platform or does it address that in there? Yeah, look, I think you addressed some great points there. So the platform's built to address all those issues. So, for example, we have a compliance piece where we extract out for you when you join the, the software, all your key lease clauses actually extracted out of your lease, clearly outlined for you so that you can access them straight away rather than spending half an hour to an hour or getting your solicitor to go and give you further advice. It's there extracted for you. So if you wanna talk about a bank guarantee, you wanna talk about an option period when it's coming up in terms of the time you can actually exercise that option, for example. So there are things like that, which we factored all those factors into because of my 20 odd years of experience, I've kind of seen it all and done it all in terms of the different types of leases. That's all in there. Also it's benchmarking. For example, you have three or four pharmacies. What is it to a rent per square meter across your portfolio? What are you doing there? And that automatically does that. There's live dashboards. The data is there set up for you so that you can see 
your lease expiry profile, what's coming up, your rent per square meter, your sales per square meter. When the key is, is that because on the Salesforce platform, it's safe and secure. So they've got a, probably the world's best security systems in the world in terms of the data they have. And I think that's why I built it on that platform because that's a really critical part for a user. They know that their data is not going to be compromised. So from my perspective, that's my number one priority from a software vendor, but it addresses all those issues. And you're spot on, you know, I mean, we talk to tenants all the time, every single day, that's my job. And we say, look, what do you want out of this process? Do you want to refurbish your premises? Do you want to relocate your premises? Are you looking to downsize, upsize? And there's so many different scenarios. And don't be afraid to go to the landlord with your hand out because at the end of the day, it's a, as I said earlier, it's a relationship, it's a two-way street. They want you there, and especially the post-COVID world or the COVID world we're still living. Pharmacy is so resilience. It's shown it's probably one of the top three critical services out there in healthcare. So what it has done in a way is it's a two-way street there. Landlords have seen that and have reacted accordingly. But also tenants need to realise, well, hey, you're also very important to the landlord and you need to exercise that power, so to speak. And it's all above board, of course, but I think we try to reiterate that and saying, use your data. You've got great data in your own lease. You can use to have the conversation on the landlord about what you want to do next. And you're right. There wouldn't be many landlords out there that wouldn't love the opportunity to have a pharmacy as a tenant at the end of the day, because it's just, it's tried and tested model. It usually comes back down to if it's the business is, is to be relocated or sometimes within the larger shopping centres, whether there's a redevelopment happening in the shopping centre from that perspective. So I'm not saying that the power's not in owning one pharmacy, but an increased power for a pharmacy owner would be where you own five pharmacies ultimately. And again, a lease comes onto your desk table, dispensing counter every five to seven years. And, but then once it's done and dealt with, it's kind of then, you know, I'm onto the next thing and I push it aside. So to me, what you described is the power is in a lease comes onto my desk or is coming up for renewal. I've actually got this software platform which allows me to compare that to my other four pharmacy leases. And to a point when you've got access to this information in a dashboard snapshot, it's quick, it's easy, which is what technology is all about. You've then probably got in your mind that says, you know what, that lease in pharmacy B is probably actually my best lease. So I've now got a level of information that from a paper perspective, I probably didn't have before because it was five years ago when I looked at that. So in renegotiating this time, I can then potentially guide the people involved in helping me renegotiate. Well, can I get terms similar to pharmacy B? And there's the power, isn't it? And it's utilizing your own data. And look, it's, yeah. and the Guild provides a fantastic source of information, especially around the annual pharmacy rent report, which benchmarks the general marketplace, which is fantastic. It provides a lot of resources and tools around that. But nothing in any way beats your own data because you know your own best. So there's no doubt about that. And I think touch, touch on another point you made there, there's been an explosion of healthcare developments in the country. So it probably started about six, seven years ago. A lot of institutional investors, both domestic and foreign, have come into Australia and have said, well, the returns on investment on these healthcare assets are huge. We've got a Medicare system, which is very backed by the government, the PBS, which is backed by the government. So it's become a big, big investment target for a lot of these institutional investors. And we've seen an explosion of greenfield sites right across the country. And obviously pharmacies involved in that because usually it's a GP practice coupled with a radiology practice, coupled with a pharmacy practice. And we're saying to our clients, again, look, you know your model, you know it well. There's a tipping point for every business in terms of, of rent. Will it work for you? Won't it work for you? We've had those conversations with, with a lot of clients saying, look, this means it's not, this is a tipping point. And 
if you want to extend yourself, then there are going to be risks associated with that five, six, seven years down the track. And especially with inflation, the way it's going at the moment, we have a lot of clients who are on these CPI plus 2% annual rent reviews. And we're talking to with their landlords on their behalf, trying to do some renewals. And it's a difficult conversation because landlords are saying, well, here's a 7 to 8% rent, rent increase, which is unsustainable, as we know. And we're saying, well, look, no, you, you'd be more reasonable you need to get this back to a fixed term deal. It's a relationship. So the power of your own data and understanding that is, is so critical. So industry data is averages. With every figure, there's a really bad result and there's a really, really good result. And so ultimately where you'd love to be is somewhere between the average and the good result, not end up somewhere between the average and the bad rent or, or lease situation. You raise another good point then that, yes, I do know quite a few pharmacists that also own medical practice site that they then lease out to a medical practitioner. And the discussions that have come up is that, you know, they don't really know how much rent they should be charging. In fact, in, in a lot of cases in history, it's been the medical practitioners almost expected the site for nothing because I'm going to bring you scripts, put a door in between, and I'm going to bring you scripts straight in your front door. So a pharmacist would have access to that information as well if they've got a medical center practice or ultimately by engaging yourselves, get access to that information as well. Yeah, that's right. We do many, many transactions in the healthcare space in general. And obviously the big trend has been is new developments, especially landlords coming and saying, well, look, we want to lease the space out. And let's just, for example, say a thousand square meters, and we'd like a medical center and a pharmacy co-located together. We'll just give the head lease to one operator. I mean, sometimes that's the pharmacist now. And they say, well, look, you can carve out 300 square meters for your pharmacy and the 700 square meters, you find the doctor, you find the medical center. So we're seeing that becoming a, a significant trend in the marketplace, to your point. And again, it's about saying, well, okay, in that situation, what's commercially viable for the pharmacy to have from a rent perspective and how can you share that load, so to speak, in terms of the cost associated with the lease in that, in that period. So what we always say to is you're leasing time, not space. And I think that's the biggest message we constantly try to get across to any of our clients is the space is the space, but you're actually leasing the time period and securing your asset. So, you know, we often ask our clients as part of our onboarding processes, what are you doing over the next five to 10 years? Are you reinvesting? Are you looking to sell? Are you looking to relocate? Because that really drives the conversation with the landlord. They just want their rent paid every month, on time, middle of the month. That's basically what they care about, essentially. And obviously they do care about the brand and the proposition and what you're offering to the market, but nine times out of 10 is paying the rent on time is what they care about. But from, your, from a business perspective, from a farmer's perspective is, well, what are you actually doing in the business? If you're looking to sell, for example, and you have two years left on your lease, well, you really need to get a long-term tenure to secure the asset value of your pharmacy if you want to go to market. Because that's where, ironically, your lease actually becomes your most critical document when you're selling a business. So it's education piece, right? It's, it's getting the market to understand there's a lot more to a lease document than just the, the five-year lease of putting it in the top drawer of the desk. It reminded me of a very good point there. And I did come across this a couple of times where pharmacists looking to sell their business, they weren't the landlord, they were renting off someone else and there was only like 18 months to go on the lease. And ultimately you won't get bank finance if you don't actually have a long-term lease is, is what that's about. You know, we talk to banks regularly. That's something that they're also raising is they, they like to have security of tenure because obviously when client looking to have a bigger overdraft or get more money for a fit out, or whatever the case may be, the first thing that the bank looks at is have you got tenure? That's absolutely critical. 
You've obviously got uh, quite a few pharmacy clients already. Take me through the journey. So if someone listening today hasn't used your services or your platform, what does the journey look like? So we're going to include your contact links in our show notes, website, etc. So they're going to contact you through that. So what would the journey look like from the inquiry through to accessing a, a platform for their pharmacy? Yeah, so I mean, it's a couple of steps. Firstly, what we, if someone likes to access our platform, they go to the Salesforce App Exchange, type in, in the search engine Lease IQ, and they'll find our app there. And then you can purchase the app immediately. And uh, there's three different tiers depending on the size of your, your farm. If you're, if you're one pharmacy or if you're multiple, there's different tiers there in pricing. What we like to generally do is actually say, well, reach out directly to me. I'll go through a demonstration of the system live with you and show you a couple of dummy pharmacy leases, for example in there and show you how the system works because i think from my perspective that's what i've done on board every single client i actually sit down with them and say this is how the system works because like any software system scott if it's garbage in it's garbage out the data is the key the at the end of the day if the data updated regularly you're not going to get the benefit that the system provides you so what we say to our clients is you need to invest in the system the system will look after you invest in it everything's automated all the dashboards are there but of course you have to maintain the data. So especially for bigger groups, for example, we have a deal for bigger groups where they join, we convert all their data for them. We set their whole system up from scratch so that basically access their database straight away, live and interactive from that point in time. So we really wanna work with our clients directly and say, contact me directly, let's have a demonstration, show you the system does for you and then onboard you from there. There's so much technology that can help business owners these days and, and we're focusing on pharmacy it's like there's got to be this mindset that says this can help me yes or no and ultimately from my initial research since your contact and from our discussion today it's not something that you're going to necessarily access every day but the power of having the information available to you on an, on an app dashboard to quickly look at as opposed to going to pull out your three to five leases in paper form or in, in PDF format and trying to match them up and understand them, your time saving alone in the app is going to pay for itself, isn't it? Oh, 100%. As I said earlier, a pharmacist will get a lot of requests, whether it's a banker, whether it's a wholesaler, for example, supplier, and they may need to refer to their lease for whatever reason. Instead of going through the expense of getting an external legal provider, for example, to look at that for your accountant, you can access it yourself and it's you're already paying for the system. So they say, well, actually, this is the term. My lease is the key critical data. Here you go. So there's a lot of cost benefit, I guess, that is not known up front when you join the system because as you use it, as you evolve, you do that value that you can see over the years. And obviously, the critical periods around option periods and things like that. So for bigger portfolios, the system has automated emails that go to the owner or to multiple users, whatever the case may be, and actually notifies you, hey, 10 out of your 50 leases come out for expiry in the next 12 months. Are you, are you actioning this? So we can set up all those really great reporting pieces and dashboard pieces at the start of the onboarding piece. So it's set up again so that the client will have all their data coming to them, whether it's weekly or monthly, depends on, on the size of their portfolio and say, there's all your notices, these are the critical dates coming up. You don't have to worry about it, we set it up for you, but you have to address it and to make sure that there's someone there, whether it's yourself or a third party provider, helping you out through that process. Bish, we're coming to the end of our time, but was there anything else on your notes that we needed to cover off or haven't, haven't covered off? No, I think we've covered off the most, but I think it's just messaging for me always. It's a great industry. Pharmacy is always changing. It's the most complicated industry in Australia in terms of regulatory trials and location laws, et cetera. So what we always say is 
to every pharmacist. There's great resources. Speak to the guild. Speak to ourselves. We're in the industry. Always open up for a conversation or a coffee. I mean, it's never about charging clients all the time. It's about sharing industry knowledge so that we can better the industry as, as a whole and make sure that people get the benefit out of their working life and their businesses. So that's my messaging is please feel free to contact us anytime. Great message. Better to have a united pharmacy industry than a united landlord industry. Absolutely. Bish, thanks for your time today. It's been great to chat and I look forward to staying in contact. Thanks, Scott. Cheers. Thank you for listening today. Pharmacy View is a technology-focused podcast provided by Melbourne-based business Arian Technologies and Shopfront Solutions. Over the podcast series, our guests include pharmacists, retail managers, wholesalers, suppliers, and industry technology partners. If you would like further information on our podcast series or to participate in one of our episodes, feel free to send me a message or touch base through the Pharmacy View website, pharmacyview.com.au.